Hello, everybody. So welcome to this um, episode on how to scale a business. I'm Paul Crawford, and I'm with um, Kenny Joseph, um, the CEO of Steph Ahead Solution Incorporated. And thank you so much, um, Kenny, for being part of the show. Okay. How are you? Thank you all for inviting me to your podcast. And thank, thank, thanks a lot. And I uh, appreciate your efforts in this. And let's get on to the show. Awesome. Awesome. Welcome once again to the show. So now um, let's go straight forward. Um, here's actually my first question that our, our listener wanted to hear from you. So can you tell us about the history and background of your business, you know, especially for Step Ahead Solutions? Yeah, we, uh, I mean, we initially started off as a consulting firm uh, deploying enterprise applications for various customers. We have a pretty good sleep, uh, list of enterprise customers where we have delivered uh, data warehousing and business intelligence. And after that, we, we elected to become a federal contractor and we became an 8A firm. And after that, we saw that there's a whole lot of opportunities that are evolving in the cybersecurity space. And this was one of the challenges even the entire uh, defense industrial base was trying to deal with. Uh, as you might have heard, a lot of uh, intrusions have happened in the past, colonial pipeline, the DOD intrusion and all that. And they all kind of came boiled down to individuals uh, who were interacting with the federal space. So. What they decided was, they said, okay, cybersecurity has got to change its gear. It's, it was no longer an added uh, capability, but it's got to be the foundational requirement for every business. So we were given an opportunity to get trained on that, and, and we took it up. And uh, here we are today. We are also a CMC certified entity. We are in a, we are in a licensed training partner. and. Um, um, a registered practitioner organization as well. And uh, CMMC is going to be the cornerstone of all uh, contracts in the defense industrial base going forward. And we realized that that has become, a, a, it's not only required for defense industrial base, but also for commercial enterprises as such. Because uh, uh, a threat actor does not make a difference between who is attacking. Every uh, digital uh, digital ID compromises becomes his uh, uh, victim. So we need to protect everybody at large, no matter whether you're doing business with the government or, or not. So we kind of expanded our offerings specifically towards the small businesses so that they are protected. And that is how we kind of morphed into uh, building our own solution, which we call it as an Acutus Cloud Enclave, ACE uh, acronym for that. And um, and we have just released, the, we are just releasing that product in the AWS marketplace as well by end of this year. Awesome. So I think the second question, you already answered this one, um, Kenny. So I just wanted to confirm, um, can you walk us through more about your overall business strategy? Yeah. So see what uh, we are, we have adopted this cloud on Clave as a way to go forward with the market because, uh, you know, uh, 
we take a lot of precautions when we are especially let's let let me give you an analogy let's say you're walking in the streets of san francisco and new york you're mm-hmm. quite aware of the traffic that is around you you're looking at the signs you're looking at the lights you're looking at the crosswalk you're looking at everything to make sure that you're safe now digital space is also like that it is highly cluttered and very high traffic but there's no regulations there's no um protection mechanisms that you are aware of everybody thinks you get into the cloud you're protected but not at all uh, you know they think you i'm using google workspace i'm protected not at all because there are always a shared responsibility with every cloud provider so there's 50% of responsibility lies with the customer only the 50% lies with the cloud provider so most of the people are not aware of what security mechanisms they need to in, uh, inculcate in order to be safe so that is the void that we are filling up with the cloud enclave because that is supposed to be a cloud enclave is a secure zone it's a safe haven in a public cloud you want to connect your business you better be in a safe haven where you are connecting your business because everything that goes in and comes out is all monitored and protected in real time and we are using ai driven technologies to do that and it is a subscription based model that anybody can have access to you know one person organization can have access to but the nice thing about it is even if you're a one person organization you have access to top notch cybersecurity experts on demand so if there's provision in your system you need the top notch experts you cannot go around trying to hire these people from outside it's too expensive so we provide that capability on a hourly basis to make sure they 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 do their job and we have access to a lot of data lakes and other technologies as well awesome that's glad we need to hear um Kenny so my next question would be connected in that one i just wanted to clearly understand the whole thing um cyber technology right and um now have how did you actually adopted to you know for the past years with this uh changes in the industry you know, over the years, how do you guys adapt it as being a, the CEO? Yeah, exactly. See, uh, being a small company, we 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 are very, very agile and nimble. And at the same time, uh, I'm not afraid to uh, adopt changes. Okay, changes are always part of uh, every uh, organization are also part of uh, our life itself. If you're not able to, to change, you're going to be left behind. So with that in mind, we were I was constantly looking at how the market was behaving. Uh, the, you know, if you look at the statistics, uh, every 11 seconds somebody is getting compromised somewhere in the world, and ransomware has is is has hit billions of dollars today. Every and uh, and you know the uh, and threats are happening at an alarming rate and. The only way uh, you need to, and, and getting a cyber insurance is not going to protect you as well because they are not going to provide insurance coverage for you if you're not compliant. So looking at all this, we found that CNC offered a great structure. It's a framework that calls in for management controls, operational controls, and technical controls. All these things needs to come together. Only then you can cyber secure yourself. It is not a, a cyber security is not an ID solution either. It is a management responsibility, and we want to change or shift the perception from the public that cybersecurity is not an expense but an asset for an organization. 
you are well grounded in cybersecurity. It is an asset through which uh, it can help you get new customers. It can help you uh, uh, get acquired because now we are on our solid, rock solid platform. Because everything that That's you do, right. you're doing it with a sense of great security. Correct. I really like that one that the cyber um, security is not an expenses, which is an asset, right? Yes. That's what you uh, confirm. Mm-hmm. And and today, if you look at it, what is right now happening, you are hearing a lot of about the AI and Gen AI. We are caught again by the storm. This is going to take the world in a very different space altogether. Things are not going to operate the way it used to be. If you look at it, the uh, chat GPT came into market only in November 2022. And already there's over 45% adoption rate. It's going to grow by leaps and bounds. They're going to release the next version for the end of the year, Chad GPT version four. And it's supposed to be 100 times more faster than what it is right now. So it's going to alter everything. So we got to be prepared. We cannot be sitting like sitting ducks waiting. Oh, I'm very comfortable doing what I am, but overnight you can be thrown off. Like what happened to Blockbuster, right? They refused to change. They went out of business. A lot of companies have gone out of business. So we should be willing to adapt to change and retrofit our options based on how the changing environment is happening right now. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that one, um, Kenny. So I have another question here. So now, um, can you share any specific um, tactics or tools that you have been particularly effective in growing in your business, you know, as for cybersecurity? For us, too, we also realize that when we are delivering a secure cloud enclave, we got to use best of the class tools and technologies. It's not something we can build on our own. It's impossible for any single company to build their own cybersecurity tools if you are if you do not have a lot of it. It's very tough as well, and you need to have access to a lot of people. So what we did was we leveraged best in class technology. We we use we we decided that let's first deploy this. Enclave in AWS, so we used AWS assets, and then what we did was uh, we use uh, Sophos as a cybersecurity toolset for mm-hmm. for deploying our synchronized security and and you know also making use of all of the toolset for email security, for endpoint security, for uh, uh, web application firewall, WAF uh, security, uh, also the endpoints and so on. So we picked them and 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 then we did a lot of customization to integrate all of the tool set into the enclave. So if you look at our enclave, it is a secure perimeter zone protected by a next generation firewall exclusive for our customer. Even if he's a one-man person, we still provide him with an exclusive uh, firewall to protect that. And then we configure all the configurations based on CMC controls. We make sure all of the controls are implemented and you're compliant. And we provide you with all the policies, plans, and procedures for the organizations that are using the enclave, how to use it. We provide the training. And then we have also, once you're in the enclave, you've got to do business, right? How do you perform your work? We brought in the productivity suite, the Google productivity suite. And we can even, the customers can also bring their own license. Otherwise, we bring in, we provide our own version of Google uh, Workspace. But there, we have done some additional customization to the workspace 
where you can classify documents on the fly or have access to the documents based on the location. It's like if you are reading, if you are having access to a very sensitive document and you're on a trip to China or uh, North, Korea, North Korea, you cannot have access to those documents. You got even if you're outside the country, you'll not have access to the document. You got to be located in a specific geographical zone. Only then you'll have access to it. So those kind of customization we have done on Google Workspace, and we are providing it free of cost for all of our enclave users who are using Google Workspace. But if the users have already invested in Google Workspace, then they can use their own. And if they have Microsoft Office, they can bring in their Microsoft Office as well, and they can use it. So this productivity suite contains a very secure and um, storage where we are encrypting it with FIPS for 140-2 cryptography, super secure, and we are constantly monitoring every user. Every user is uniquely defined within the enclave. We, we, we did it on purpose because if you're using a corporate email and you are having the access to the enclave as well, you can keep moving things back and forth. And we don't want to do that. We want to make sure whatever remains is in the archive is, is stays secure. So that is why we removed the ability to clean copy, to put your jump drive, all that is disabled. And the access is unique. So that, uh, that gives another facility for the companies because they can now collaborate with anybody. They can bring in any of their customers, vendors, grant them access to the enclave and they can share the information in a very secure manner. So that's that's what we have done with the different sets of tool sets that we provide. We use Sophos, we use Know Before for, as an awareness training for all of the users. We're using data for our SaaS backups. So we have brought in best of the products and we keep adding additional uh, products as well, like Okta and, um, you know, Enable and so on. So as and when need arise uh, for the customers, we bring in more of their products and we also integrate their existing products as well. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. Um, really unique about all of this coming from you, um, Kenny. So there, this is actually another set of questions right here. So now, or... I know I asked you some mm -hmm. um, changes in your industry over the years. And now, can you talk about any um, challenges or obstacles that you guys or your company um, face in your business? And how do you overcome it? Yeah, you see, the, the, uh, yeah there is a, uh, you know, in any of these new uh, and, uh, you know, scenarios or capabilities or innovations that you're bringing to the market, uh, the rate of adoption is, uh, is kind of slow. There is a kind of hesitancy from the customer's side on adopting to what, uh, especially if you are a small firm and you are not, and you do not have a big name backing you, it becomes increasingly difficult for the customers to adopt. However, we have made uh, some um, uh, challenging moves in that aspect. So what we have done is we have kind of partnered with other big firms and other distributors, and they have seen some uh, products and now they are they are uh, white labeling a solution using their own private label, and they are trying to sell it. So they're trying to push it into their uh, domain. So that is one of the ways and through which we are trying to reach to the customers. And we are also, the product is just getting launched by end of this week, so probably from next week onward, we would be going on an aggressive marketing campaign to make that known 
Uh, we are trying to incorporate or do a lot of webinars and events where people can start using this, seeing its value. And, uh, you know, that, that's the way we are trying to do it. But uh, we believe there's a lot of education that we need to do for the customers. You know, they've got to wrap their minds around the fact that, you know, so long I'm not being affected by, by a cyber threat, doesn't mean that you're going, you're not going to be affected forever. It's just a question of when. So are you prepared for that? That is where, you know, the customers are beginning to think about it. Now with the uh, onflux of Gen AI and AI technology, they cannot wait anymore. Their old product, their own services, everything can get replaced overnight. So it's good that they start adapting to the changes and start shifting to it. At least they secure their systems and make sure they are fully secure and compliant. And, you know, that, that's what we are planning to do. And, and we are finding that as a way to move forward. Yeah, that's actually a podcast like yours would also be great. Really appreciate it that people get to know what we are doing, something different than you. And it's not expensive as well. Thank you. Thank you for that information, Kenny. Another, like, I have some three questions left mm -hmm. here um, for you before we end this. Um, can you share any like metrics or keep um KPIs mm -hmm. you use to measure the success of your business? Okay, so one of the uh, things that uh, uh, we have been actively uh, um, doing in the past is uh, uh, we were we were trying to measure the interest in uh, in secure uh, um, zones. For computing, we we call it as a, we call it as an enclave. This whole enclave itself kind of came about quite recently, and people are trying to get an understanding of what it is. They understand enclave is some kind of a space. So uh, we found that uh, you know uh, on the cyber uh, people are more willing to know uh, hear about cybersecurity. Uh, uh, and using it as a service, cybersecurity as a service, and Enclave, so the number of users who are inquiring and reaching out to us is pretty high. So they, they every time we we uh, we we do a campaign where we see almost around eighty to ninety percent uh, response rate on on all of our campaigns. People are responding mm -hmm. to all of the. Uh, uh, Flyers that we send earlier, it was not like that. We used to get around 50, 60, now around 80, 90% people are mm -hmm. responding and asking us what it is and how, how do we get access to it, uh, you know, things like that. And uh, also there is a lot of cons uh, concern um, um, about uh, CMMC adoption. So many of them are telling us, okay, we are not really dealing with the government, why do we need to have it? And then it's it's more of an education that we are trying to do. It's not the question of whether you're working with the government or not. It's something of a framework that you need to have, and it's going to be mainstream in the future as well. Now, uh, from what we have heard in the industry, uh, there is an interest from healthcare and finance uh, working to adopt this framework. Soon after it becomes, uh, soon after it is adopted into the DOD. Still, it's not been done. It's going to take another year or so by the time they make it as a rule. 
But once that happens, I believe uh, healthcare and health finance are going to adopt the same framework, like SOX or FINRA or HIPAA. This is going to be one of the frameworks that everybody's going to be aware yeah. of. And now, um, sorry, thank you for that one, uh, Kenny. I have two sets of questions more for you. So now, um, like, can you discuss with us any like partnership or um, collaborations your forum, you know, to help you your business grow? Yeah, we are actually uh, one of the things that we are getting a lot of interest from the uh, RPO and RP, the registered practitioners and registered provider organizations in the CMC ecosystem. There are currently mm-hmm. over the uh, over 2,000 RPs and there are over 300 or 400, uh, nearly around 350 uh, RPO firms that are out there. And also there are certifying authorities in the CMC space as well. There are close to around 500 of them. It's a very small community, but it's growing very rapidly. And they are all interested in, in reselling opportunities because see what is really happening is this whole series CMC ecosystem. A lot of people who are trained on the on the framework. They are talking about how right. to how to what how you need to adopt this framework the organization, but nothing much is told about how you actually implement it with technology. Bulk of the controls needs to have technology behind implemented. And that becomes a challenge for many organizations because which product I'm going to use, how I'm going to configure, how I'm going to, you know, a lot of questions coming up. So for them, the enclave is a great option because they don't need to deal with any of that. Because it's already done. It's already, all the controls are already implemented there. All they need is just lease that enclave, get in there and start doing their business. So we're getting a lot of requirements from the RPO community who wants to take up uh, um, reselling opportunities. So we are talking with them and we are also talking to uh, the two major uh, distributors in the country who are also actively uh, talking to us about uh, uh, reselling a a product and white labeling it uh, uh, into their and and distributing it to their uh, value added resellers. So that discussion is still going on. And of course, uh, we are, we would be in the AWS marketplace. And uh, after that, we would be going through FedRAM certification. Uh, Once we do the fair, once we get the FedRAM medium and high clearance done, then this whole thing would be available for all the federal agencies in the different industrial base. So that that's our journey and that is what we are doing. So there's a lot of interest in that space. And we have moved and we are also uh, open to a lot of other companies and vendors that are willing to come and work with us and take up sort of our solutions across. Perfect. Perfect. I know. Um to all of our listeners, I know um, they can actually watch or listen on this one, and they will gonna reach out to you moving forward. I totally assure in that one. So now, um, another question here: Any advice, um, Kenny, to other business owners looking to succeed in your industry? I think the biggest challenge or the biggest uh, thing that every owner, every small business owner, and uh, would uh, face. Are currently experiencing is the market rates, right? 
the it is always a challenge for small business to expand their market reach because they are relatively unknown in the space and how they overcome that uh, challenge is indeed a very challenging task for everybody there's no secret formula to that and we have also experienced the same in the past as well uh, we have been through a lot of cohorts and we are part of so many different groups and memberships and so on still uh, you know it's always a challenge to move forward and get the market that we are seeking so what we strongly believe is uh, you know going for it, the future belongs to, to to those who collaborate we can always collaborate we can always leverage each other's skill sets and capabilities and grow as a whole so you know when, when that is what we tell our customer base and we tell our uh, you know um, our resellers as well who are signing up with us it's not uh, we are open to everything you know you can totally white label you can you can do we can resell it we can do whatever you want with it we are there to support you we are not challenging or uh, competing against your business so that is what is important that every small business owner right when you are trying to work with many of your uh, counterparts and many of your leads there's always a question of people might think uh, you know they don't want uh, you to be a, their competitors right even if it is your competitor we got to be like leveraging them and enhancing their capability in the organization so that way what happens is we all start to collaborate and we don't compete with each other instead we leverage each other's skill sets and could be all complement skill sets right so that, that that's one of the ways in which we can come out of the space so never give up and mm -hmm. and never uh you know there's no excuses for failure at all you just got to keep on pushing finally everybody would find their way out correct definitely correct and um speaking of you know um partnering with your collaborating um with cybersecurity for step ahead now um if anybody wants to connect or anyone thinking about working with you or partnering with you where is the place they can go or what is the best way to do that? Oh, they can always reach out to uh, to us on our website. We have a call to action form. We have, the, we have my email as well, which I can chat with you. They can send me the email uh, if they are interested in anything. They can, you know, we, they are, we, they can, you know, I, I can share my email with you. There's a meeting link. They can schedule the call with me. We can have a quick call, figure out where they are. And uh, we are there to work with one another and share our own experiences and our own capabilities with others and leverage each other. So that is what we normally do. And, uh, you know, that's what we have been doing in the past as well. So, uh, uh, you know, since we are an uh, 8A firm, there's another big advantage is we have these contract vehicles and we yeah. also have um, valid contracts with the government. So what we do is we partner with several firms and we have partnered with a couple of firms like that where they use our contract vehicle and, you know, uh, they can bid on the projects and we can help them out as in that manner as well. And if they have complementary technologies or anything like uh, management, IT management or program management or any of these, because there's a lot of opportunities we have as well. So we can share it with them and, you know, it can be a very collaborative effort. 
apart from you know what we using what we sell. There's a lot of opportunities as well. Awesome. Thank you so much, Kenny, for all of that one. So now um, another pour of liquid gold that we have acquired today from a guest, Kenny Joseph. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's really our pleasure having you in the show. Um, thank you. Okay. And um, yeah, thank, thank you. you. Uh, Paul. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks so much. I appreciate your time and effort and taking us forward to your audience. And it's a great thing. And I uh, wish you success and keep doing this more. And we are always there to help. And any part, any way, we, we need our help. And uh, uh, just do not hesitate to reach us. We are here to collaborate and we are here to grow together. Thank you so much. Yeah. And guys, if you made this far, thank you so much for sticking with us. If you got any value from today's episode, we would love to get a rating or a review on where you get the podcast. If there is someone in midst of growing their business or thinking about starting a business, send this episode to them. Then take one thing that you learned today and go, go out, implement it, execute it, and let us know how it goes. We want to hear about your wins and all about all thanks for being us today. We appreciate it. It's a lot of to see on the next one. Cheers.